Welcome back to another edition of It's Raining Mets. Meteorologist Steve Knight along with Ed Russo. How you doing? Ed, how we doing? Wow. So let's get right into it and talk about yesterday and the record that wasn't and my frustration once again uh, with the thermometer at Harrisburg International Airport. Your take on that? Yeah. You know, excuse me. I was watching it yesterday and Capital City was 72 and uh, uh, Harrisburg International was 62. Yeah. Full 10 degree difference. York was 72. Carlisle was 70. And that you know that's where I, you know I, I, the day yesterday like yesterday it's like you know what it's going to be a warm day let's let's go and try to beat the record sure um, and you know we got to 71 but the, i i think if it wasn't next to the river like it is that it, we would have done gotten a little warmer but yeah it struggled all day yeah so, well cap city got the capital city airport right across the river i mean as the crow flies uh, I'd have to look at it, but I'm I, I'm 99% sure it's less than a mile. Yeah. You know, and uh, Capital City Airport gets to 75. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got to 75. Got to 75. Um, let me tell you something. I was playing golf uh, Thursday afternoon at Armitage, which is, I believe, technically the mailing address would be Mechanicsburg. Um, but you know, it's back off of Oris Bridge Road, uh, kind of back behind the car. Oh, yeah, 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 yep, yep. And um, it was warm. I mean, in the sun, it was warm. In fact, this morning I woke up, I got out of the shower, looked in the mirror to shave, and I went, Darn it, if my face isn't a little like I probably should have had a little sunscreen on yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, I mean, it was warm. I, I started out with just kind of like a light, um, like a fleece vest. Yeah. Uh, we teed off a little after one o'clock by two 30. I didn't need it. I was in, I was in a short sleeve shirt and shorts. And I'm telling you, I was like, if I, if the sun was directly on me, it was a little warm. Yeah. You know, and the thing about yesterday is usually you have this time of year, when you get into the seventies, you usually have wind that comes yeah. with it or you have rain we had neither had so neither you had sunshine calm wind yeah and and 70, 70 it was and even though you know i knew it was coming um but it's still to be out in it it was just i'm just looking around and and uh you know i'm looking at the trees and i'm, I'm just looking at the golf course which obviously you know the day before as you know you know we had some wet snow and some sleet um, you know, everything on the golf course, you know, a lot of the grass, everything's kind of dead. Um, yeah. it, it, to the eye, it looks like the dead of winter. Yeah. And meanwhile, I mean, it feels, I mean, that could have passed for even for an early June day, you know, um, it was really something else And I got in the car. So we teed off a little after one wrapped up just before sunset, uh, about a uh, quarter, uh, to six. And I I get in the car and I'm just like, wow. Like I had to roll down the windows of my car um, because my car was, (laughs) I don't know. It was probably close to a hundred degrees in my car. So it had been sitting in the blacktop parking a lot, you know, Mm -hmm. all afternoon and roll down the windows. I drove 
almost all the way home with both windows down. And I'm saying to myself, this smells, looks, and feels like what I would normally be doing if I was leaving the golf course in springtime or early summer. Like, I'm like, why, why, why aren't the Phillies on the radio? I should be listening to a Phillies game. They should be in about the second inning right now against the Mets. (laughs) You know, like this is crazy. Well, if that if it gives you spring fever, doesn't it? Makes yeah, no, want, it really does. It makes you want more. Yeah, and I also had this thought, and see what you think about this. But but as I was driving home, and you know, I, I saw a lot of people with their windows down, sunroofs up, and and this is as and by the way, the high temperature yesterday at HIF seventy one degrees. Did you notice that it happened after five o'clock? Yep. So it took forever. It was like 5.02 or something is when they recorded the high temperature. Yeah, because we were still in the 60s through the 4 p.m. newscast. Yeah. And I actually, um, I added the capital city station to the map. Right. Just to show. I wanted to illustrate that the Harrisburg temperature wasn't representative of the viewing area. No, of what was going on at the, around the viewing area. It was, it, I, I kept looking at, I kept pulling out my phone as I'm playing golf going, how warm is it? How warm is it? And, you know, HIA was at like 64 and I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Actually, I said something else, but it's a family podcast. Right, I said right. bullpucky out loud as I looked at my phone, Ed. And I didn't, yeah, you I, do say that when you're mad. And I do. Yeah. I yeah, drop a lot of bullpuckies. Yeah. Yes. You um, do. So then I immediately pulled up Capital City because I have New Cumberland saved on my phone because that's where I live. And New Cumberland weather is governed by Cap City because Cap City is technically in New Cumberland. And sure enough, by that point, Cap City was already like 73. And I'm like, you really a 10 degree temperature difference between HIA and Capital City Airport. I mean, with a good arm, you could throw a rock uh, from one runway to the other. Right. <laughs> you know, so. I know it's close. You know, so, um, yeah, so, but, so I had this thought as I'm driving home, observing everybody with their windows down and their sunroofs open, like, and you and I both know, obviously, you know, the numbers don't lie. Um, if you look at our last 20 years here in central PA, several of them rank amongst the warmest on record since the late 1880s, but I'm just driving home and I'm going, you know, and. We, we've had other very warm days in February, obviously. January, a very mild month. And I'm just going, you know, this is this is February 23rd. And people are driving around going home from work as the sun is setting with their windows down. You know, you like, you know, the, the I, you, know, you, you can't tell me that things aren't just in general kind of getting a little bit warmer. <laughs> you know, you yeah, it does seem like the past 20 years, especially. Yeah. Um, I will say, though, that in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, prior to the 1960s, of Max. course, there was another period where we saw black winners. I mean, a, a lot of the records that I, I know yesterday are the 30s. Yeah. 17. Yeah. But a lot of the other records where February shoots up into the 70s, they're still yeah. staying from the 30s and 40s. Yeah. And then well, it was yeah. was January. Obviously, we, we didn't have the warmest January on record. And I believe it was like 1932. Yeah. Was the all time warmest January to your point. Yeah. Yeah. So and I think I'm not sure it was the last was the warmest February on record in the past 20. Something along those lines. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, no, there has definitely been a discernible trend in the past 20 years. Yeah. Um, but it's interesting because would the 30s and 40s, when you're talking about temperature, not just in Harrisburg, but other places, would it have shown the same thing if we had the same amount of measuring spots that we did in the 1930s and 40s that we did right. now? Right. So you have to take that into consideration too. So it's it's hard to kind of really gauge. But, yeah. But yeah, certainly. Um, and certainly since, the, I mean, the 1960s and 70s were so cold that yeah. that's why the talk came of a coming ice age. I remember that. Yeah. I lived through it. Yep, you did. Early you know, 70s. And, and there, there was were, there was were, talk at that point in time, there were, there were environmental alarmists that were talking about, uh-oh, here comes another ice age and trying to explain why um things were getting so colder right and the and the interesting thing is that they were one the reason that the, they believed that the planet was getting cooler was because of the co2 actually blocking out some of the solar radiation right, right. instead of trapping it so the theory is that it's trapping it today right. and the theory you know which is causing the warming and the theory back then is that it was actually yeah. preventing it from getting yeah. into the earth's surface so you have you have the same culprit that's being blamed for the opposite opposite yeah so it's just it's just funny to see how the you know consensus changes over the years well and yeah the counter thought to what i was saying too is that so i go home i said something to my wife i was just i kind of told her the same thing i was telling you like this is this is crazy i just i just drove home as the sun was setting on february the 23rd with my windows rolled down and it was perfectly fine like it was comfortable, you know, like this is, and I, and I'm, all I'm wearing is a golf shirt and shorts. Like this is nuts. I just drove home and it, it felt like it was, you know, April 25th, you know? Yeah. And a warm April 25th, if not an early June, you know, sunset. And then I said to her, I was like, but I'm also smart enough to know that, uh, uh, there were about, uh, 2 million people today under a blizzard warning um you know what i mean you know so well, you know new england other... is getting hammered with snow as i'm telling you this i mean you just go up 95 a little ways and you know uh it's snowing sideways so you know I, the the you see in in uh northeast of scranton like i'm talking about pike county wait yeah. is that is that pike or yes. it's pike pike the northeast corner of the state yeah um like Delaware Water Gap area. Um, yes. They were in the 30s. You talk about Homestale, PA. Harrisburg was sitting at, I'm going to use Capital City, 75 yeah. degrees. And Homestale, PA was sitting at 35. Yeah. And Maine, Caribou, Maine was seven. Yeah. So you had a 60 degree. I know New, Northern New England is a eight to 10 hour drive from here. Right. You're talking about a 60 degree temperature difference. I mean, yeah. that's over that that's a big temp difference over a relatively short distance. Oh yeah. Well now fast forward here to what, you know, we've got now heading into the weekend. So uh, you want to talk about, you know, looks can be deceiving and don't judge a book by its cover. Uh, the high temperature for February 24th, 2023 in Harrisburg will go into the record books as 62 degrees. And that happened at 1201 AM. <laughs> There's been some talk about changing the climate report, having the new day start at seven. Yeah, that would probably be wise um, just because it's, I mean, give me a break because to your point, 
by 7 a.m. this morning, um, it was down to uh, give or take. I think it was around 47. And then by 8 a.m., 44. By 9 a.m., 43. You know, so. But people aren't going to remember the day today being 62. No. But it's important for record keeping. Yeah. See, I kind of go back and forth on this because I feel like if you're if you're doing record keeping, it should be the calendar day. Yeah. Obviously, people aren't going to think remember today. And I mean, people are going to forget what today's weather was in a week. So, yeah. And then the issue could also be if if you're going to decide that it all starts at 7 a.m. Now, look, do do we, you know, uh, oftentimes have our low temperature around then, but you, you get into the summer months and quite often, you know, our low temperature can be at 430 in the morning. Right, um, because you got that earlier sunrise, and it's just warmer in general. And the first few hints of the sun, things start to warm up a little bit. So, probably no easy answer. Uh, and then we get really confusing if they announced from now on all high temperature data will start after seven a.m., but low temperature data remains the same. Well, that yes, would yeah. Just... When I think about it like that, I think we well, yeah, let's just stick with the calendar day. Yeah, that would just kind yeah. of kind of muddy the waters. Yeah, because I, I mean. Why are we changing it just because people are going to kind of remember the, the yeah like people are going to remember today in the 40s and, and like I said in three days they're going to forget you know I I forget I forget sure. I mean I, I I have you know if I'm off of work for two days if there's like sometimes when I'm off the clock I'll still look at weather information because it's interesting to me sure especially if there's a big tornado outbreak going on somewhere part of the country or a big big event. But a lot of times when I'm at the end of my weekend, so I'm off Monday, Tuesday, sometimes Tuesday, I'll have people, friends, family ask me, you know, what the weather's going to be like. And I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. Like I have, yeah. like, sometimes I just go off the grid. Yeah. I do the same I thing. I, I do just, the same yeah. thing. I I mean, it's like, you have to be um, on point all the time. Yeah. You yeah, know, I, unless unless I've got something going on personally that is really affected by the weather, I purposely try to unplug from Friday afternoon till at least Sunday afternoon. Check out, yeah. You know, you know, I I, I know I've had you know friends in the past, or you know, I've I've talked to them about legal advice, and you know, they kind of insinuate to me, oh, well, you're going to have to, I mean, you're going to have to pay for this, and it's like, well, <laughs> why why is it any different here? Right. <laughs> you know, I, I mean, I'm not trying to be like, yeah, but it's, it's because I guess, I guess, I guess I'm going on a little rant here. I, you know, it's like, I don't, it, 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 I'm, I'm friendly about it, but yeah. when I have family ask me, um, you know, oh, what does, what's the weather going to be like two weeks from now? Yeah. It's like, why do you think that I've been looking at anything that yeah. even gives you the impression that I'd have an educated yeah. answer? Yeah. Yeah. When I get actually kind of like short with people, because I can't be short with people here at work. I can't be short with viewers. I can't. I get short with friends and, and family, especially if there's a potential snow event coming up and if it's being overhyped on social media yeah and then friends or family will say to me oh i'm hearing a lot of rumors about you know friday or i hear there's a blizzard uh, you know and they, and they use the wrong terminology too i hear we're going to get a blizzard on saturday sometimes i do especially if it's family my wife my kids 
because I, I have to be nice to everybody else. You know how that works, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. So then, so then, like my wife makes the mistake of saying, "Oh, what's this? I'm hearing about snow on Saturday." I go, "Shut up! It's not I gonna freaking snow on Saturday. Stop looking at your Facebook page." I know. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you have to. It's like you have to. It's nothing personal, but it's like right. you have to explain yourself all day. To, oh, like, I know. It's like I do this crap people. all day at work, and I want to come home and 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 hear oh, the, you know, you know, the classic. Well, I heard they're I heard they're saying that it might snow this weekend. Yeah, you know, I and I, when I'm put on the spot like that, yeah, I don't like to say, oh, I don't know. Like yeah. I've been, I've been, like I had a friend. Um, I think I, I was hanging out. This was happened last year. I was hanging out with a friend and. I met up with some people that he knew that I didn't know. And he introduced me, told them what I did. And they instantly started asking me for a forecast. And I got like, I guess I got nervous. So I felt compelled to answer. Right. And I, I, I didn't know what was happening in the next few days. Cause I wasn't looking at the weather. So I just made something up. Yeah. I could totally see. <laughs> I actually made too. something up Yeah. and I was wrong. Right. Because I, I felt compelled to answer. Yeah. And then, like, because I went back, I'm like, wow, I couldn't have been more wrong in what I told them. <laughs> that is a total Ed move. And, I, and I'm and i sure you you sold that load of bullpucky. I did. Yeah. I, I, I even told my friend, I said, I hope that's not a load of bullpucky. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay, so before we wrap it up here this week, let's talk about what's what's to come. And um, so, you know, as we've done all winter long, our shots of cold air last about 24, 36 hours. Um, and then it, you know, warms back up a little bit. Right now, it's looking like some rain um, ballpark Monday afternoon, maybe lingering into early Tuesday, but. We need the rain, actually. We do. And could you see that system? Maybe I, I could see it starting as a little bit of sleet. Certainly possible, depending on timing. Yeah. 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 Kind of like last system. Maybe not yeah. as widespread, but I could yeah. see that. Certainly yeah. not. No, it's well, it, it there there will be some sleet with it. Um, as of right now, all the guidance uh has that line. Just to our north, maybe clipping a little bit of like a Mifflin, Judiata, Sealands Grove, you know, Center County type situation. Yeah. Um, but that line could go a little bit further south. I mean, you know, we're sitting here dropping this podcast on a Friday and recording it on a Friday. So a lot can change between now and and Monday, and especially in terms of timing and, you know, when it moves okay. in and temperature wise. And there could be some cold air, enough cold air in place especially if we don't get rid of any uh, cloud cover, if it's a little bit uh, dreary to start out, you know, early with some calm winds early, you know, certainly possible, but you know, there again, even if it does roads, it's going to be in the fifties on Sunday, you yeah, know, so road surface temperatures will probably eat it up, you know, more of the, more, more yeah. of the up and down. I'm not writing off a, another very tiny snow event. I mean, it, it looks like there's like we see that huge temperature contrast over the northern part of the country. It looks right. like we're going to stick with that. Yeah. Over the next couple of weeks. And all it takes is uh all it takes is just enough cold 
yeah. every storm we've had has had just enough warmth where we still haven't seen anything. Yeah. And, you know, uh, like Next to your weekend. point, I could still see some smaller bites because you can yeah. never say never, um, you know, and it doesn't look like the back half of March is going to be unusually warm, at least right now. Right. Um, so I could still see some, but, you know, I, I people keep saying to me either on social media or in person, they just keep saying, oh boy, well, you know, this winter has been, so you know what that means? You know, we're going to get, you know, bombarded. We're going to get a blizzard. Uh, in March, I don't see it happening. I, I just don't. No, I, I don't either. I just don't think we're gonna ever have enough true cold air in place. I just it doesn't. The pattern just does not, especially temperature wise, just does not favor. Look, it's tough enough to do it in March. It can happen, obviously. Uh, but with each passing day now, uh, now that we're you know getting into March first, with each passing day, the odds of it happening get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. They do. I will and, say, remember, yeah. remember two weeks ago, I was saying, you know, I haven't even seen a fantasy storm. Right. On the GFS. Right. Well, so a few days ago, I started to see. Me too. Yep. Yeah. And it's like the first weekend in March. Yeah. Um, And the European is also showing a storm in roughly this. It's not, it's much weaker and really doesn't give us anything. It actually passes the storm to our south. But right. That's something that I would give a 10% chance of giving us something at this right. point. But the trend is for this thing to get warmer and warmer yeah. and warmer as we get closer to the event. I mean, this is this is 180 plus hours out. Right. And I'm showing two models showing a storm in the area that, yeah, could give us snow. But the theme of this winter, La Nina, has been once we get within that five-day envelope, the whole setup falls apart. Falls apart. So I'll talk, I'm mentioning it on the podcast, but I would not talk about this. Yeah. Well, and it's happened over and over again this winter in terms of any kind of setup for any kind of wintry precipitation, just kind of falling apart. Yeah. And when you look at the long range temperature models, it it becomes hard to support the idea that uh, we could pull in enough cold air uh, from the North to make it happen. I know. And you know, it's, it's, it's getting to the point of being too late. Yeah, that's just that's a good way of putting it. It's just getting to the point of uh of uh being a little too late. So I, I do think that March comes in kind of like a lamb. It's probably right now I'm looking at next week with uh, you know, average highs, give or take, mid to low fifties, which is, you know, about five degrees up above average. So uh, that's not all that bad. And uh, you know, March in general, I would I would I see no reason to think that March wouldn't either be at normal temperatures or slightly above. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see another. I don't. I don't think just because we got the 70 yesterday that we're going to flip a switch the back half of March and uh, suddenly you know really warm up and and have a bunch of you know 65 plus degree days. I think I think March will probably play out a, a a bit above average, but not crazy above average. Right. Yeah. That's and, what I'm. Um, yep. We're going to more of a neutral phasing here, I think. So, um. You know, that's kind of kind of what I see here on the horizon. But if you've been crossing your fingers, holding out for the big one, um, those fingers might have to stay crossed until at least November. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And and statistically, I don't see us having another La Nina winter next year. I don't that, either. That's I think you know, we, we, we are way overdue. Uh, we have never had uh, a quadruple dip La Nina in the, uh, 50 plus years that uh, we've been tracking such things. So, um, I just, 
play the percentages. Next win, next winter will probably be a lot more wintry around here. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, All right, yeah. Edward. Well, let's wrap it up for uh, okay. this week. As always, good catching yeah. up with you. Good chatting. Yeah, and, you too. Uh, good luck with uh, that. Uh, your forecasting here this weekend. Um, I should say this. I say that I, I unplug with one exception. I always check my work emails. So the only thing that I do if I can get away from weather is I read your weekend email updates that you send out to the newsroom. You keep me in the loop, my friend. I try to because I don't want you to come in and be surprised and say, <laughs> "Bucky, you matter That's to me, Ed. You matter out. to me." The only reason I said that out, I don't want you to say, "Bucky," and get yourself in trouble. All right, Ed. Good talking with you, man. Hey, you too, Steve. All right, appreciate it, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of It's Raining Mets.